Hello and welcome to Sons of Thunder, the podcast where three mates move as far away from each other as they possibly can and decide it's a good idea to try and record a conversation together. Gentlemen, could we have made this any more difficult? Who's trying to get away from whom at the moment? Yeah, well, what occurs to me with that intro is despite being as far away from each other, we are all still within the confines of Australia. Yes. Perth, Darwin and Tasmania. So we could make it more difficult by finding someone from, I don't know, Eastern Europe to interview. Oh, good thing. Just to throw a different time zone into the mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which makes it really difficult for us because currently I'm in Tasmania at 6am. How are you doing, Father Dave? I'm in Darwin at 5.30am. And Marty. And I'm in Perth at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's because we're interviewing Wojtek Seleski, or I should say Dr. Wojtek Seleski, who is over in Poland. In, are you in Biosko Biala right now, Wojtek? Yes. Hi. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm really happy to be here. And uh, I didn't expect I'll wake, wake you up <laughs> in such an early morning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at 10 p.m. over there, is it? It's 10 p.m. at my place. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to get to bed pretty soon. Yeah, it's still Sunday. For you, yeah, it's, more it's Sunday Monday. morning, yeah? Or, or it's already Yeah. It's already okay. Monday. So, yeah. Yeah. We've started work. It's the working week. I, ha- I still have my free day. <laughs> Every day starts in Australia. <laughs> That's why you're so much ahead of us. Yeah. <laughs> now, Wojtek, you asked for a little bit of a rundown of actually what even is Sons of Thunder. Uh, we decided... It was Marty's idea about... Ooh. Sorry. Close to a year ago, isn't it? Yeah, about a year ago, to actually record our conversations because we used to call each other on the phone and have in-depth faith conversations and Marty believed that other people might be able to benefit from our ignorance. So, okay. Then we got Father Dave involved so that, you know, we could actually get to the bottom of things and find out what theology really is and stuff like that. Try and keep the conversation on track whenever you get distracted. You know, avoid heresy, that kind of thing. (laughs) Okay, you can count on my ignorance. Excellent. Excellent. You're perfectly qualified. (laughs) So by way of introduction, for those, some of you may already be familiar with Wojtek. Uh, If you have seen the Road to Adolfo documentary, Wojtek is the Polish eating anything he can possibly get his hands on co-driver. In the Road to Adolfo documentary. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you can go to the Walk for One website and you can actually see the first five minutes for free. Uh, the rest of it you have to pay, I think, about $7 to watch the rest of the documentary. Wojtek, though, we first met on the walk around the world. I stopped in Biosko Biala in southern Poland and I met you at a young adult Catholic evening. I gave a talk there and you decided to take the day off work as an orthopedic surgeon, although I think you were a trainee at the time. I was a trainee at the time, so it wasn't such a big problem. (laughs) 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 And and the the section I was about to walk was actually one of the more dangerous sections for all of Europe. And you heard where I was going to walk and said, no, no, don't be stupid. It's going to be horrible weather tomorrow. There's going to be blizzards. I'll show you a different way. And you didn't just tell me which way to go as everyone else around the world did. You actually took a day off work and came and walked with me. So one of only, I think, four people to walk with me on the walk around the world. And we had a a pretty fantastic day. You brought with you a ridiculous straight trumpet that you and your mate Michael 
had purchased from a garage sale. And uh, we actually had a, we had a day off together the day before that, I think, of just hanging out. Yes. Um, so we spent a bit of time anyway together. And then, then you walked this day with you and you announced your arrival in the town of Zivietz. And, and Wojtek, could you tell us what Zivietz means in Polish? It doesn't mean actually that much, but it's a brand of beer that everybody knows. <laughs> So for the Australians out there, it was like walking to the town of VB. Uh, we arrived in Zivietz <laughs> and Wojtek grabbed his trumpet and, and announced his arrival in Zivietz. Only then did he realise. Yeah, it was at that time when we established uh, a Mountaineers Trumpeters Club. That's why we started this <laughs> So we would climb uh, high mountains and announce our climbs with, with trumpets. With a very exclusive membership. It was very exclusive, but uh, we were open to invite Sam. However, he had to continue. <laughs> and somehow, somehow due, due to some ecologist guys, it didn't turn out to continue the, the club. So we had to <laughs> close it. <laughs> Mem memberships. Yeah. We've got to pay your fees. Um, let's just say, I... Um, I feel like I know you a little bit, watch it, because I read Sam's book and then and then I watched Road to Adolfo and I feel like we've spent some time together, although like you wouldn't have experienced any of that time with me. Okay, sorry, I have to move to another place because it's my beautiful wife that Hi, Hi. How are you? Okay, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So for our listeners, Wojtek has just been kicked out of his office. Oh, that's even better. That's a more appropriate background. Okay. Boy, so Wojtek, I was going to say, I don't know if you remember or not, but you announced that trumpet call in Zivietz and then realised that the reason the town was so quiet was that everyone was in the church at mass and we were standing outside the mass as you stood there blowing your trumpet. Was yeah. it the... Um, was oh. it the, uh, I hope it was the moment of the elevation of the Eucharist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that in such details, but yeah, maybe it's one of the times when you got in trouble due to our trumpets. So. Father Dave actually knows a little bit about your trumpet too. It's not just me. Well, I, I remember Sam sending me a link to a YouTube video of your trumpeting in the mountains. But it was, it was at the Black Lake, I think, where you were playing the trumpet underwater. It was very impressive. Yeah, it was such a long time ago. <laughs> so Wojtek and his mate went to a, a very famous lake in Poland and shoved the, played the trumpet, stood out in the lake, played the trumpet, and then just started moving the trumpet underwater so it just blew bubbles and then raced it out of the lake and started continue playing it again. It was just the most ridiculous humour you'd ever want to see. But the funny thing is that in the comments, they started getting in trouble because some people took offence that a trumpet was being played in the most famous lake in Poland, in pristine wilderness. Yeah, and our answer was that that's why we put it into the water so it isn't too loud. Wojtek, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we met at a, a Catholic, a young adult Catholic group. And we, I want to ask you, specifically about your your time dating now we, we were interrupted just a moment ago by your lovely wife Sharka would you mind telling us a little bit about how you and Sharka came to meet and what that was like particularly for our listeners who particularly for those who are 
are young and considering dating or are dating. What was that like, dating and being a practicing Catholic? I think it was a bit of a shock for uh, Sharka, my wife, because uh, she's from the Czech Republic. And unlike Poland, in Czech Republic, they don't have many believers. They actually are fighting for the first place with Sweden, I think, for the most atheistic country. <laughs> so we met in our dinner internship in Brazil. Actually, it was uh, quite an interesting. Uh, I don't know how detailed you want to, because it's, it's a lovely story. How I get, I, I got to Brazil by a bunch of accidents. I think it was God leading me. Uh, it's, it's only for thirty years, so you have much time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Brazil seems like a long way to be for two people from Europe to meet each other. Yeah, exactly. It would be easier just to meet in, I don't know, Slovenia or Germany or somewhere close by? It would be too easy. And we were wondering if we met in another place, we would ever uh, notice each other. But in that place, we were so different than everybody else. <laughs> we had to notice each other. Ah. And funny thing was, uh, actually, my, my father is also an orthopedic surgeon. And I was doing an intern, I was about to go to the internship in Brazil because it was the last place uh, I could choose with the least points in our organization of medical students. So I, I chose Brazil and uh, I had to pick a city and I, I, so I looked at the map and uh, so Rio, uh, Sao Paulo, this area, and I picked those cities for an internship. And the next day, my father said, I, I met a nice doctor from Goiania. It's a city in, in the center of Brazil. And he can take you to the hospital and show you around with uh, some arthroscopy. I looked at the map again, and uh, it was like, for to compare in Europe, it was like I had an internship in uh, Berlin, and uh, this guy was in Madrid, another, <laughs> another side of, of the big country. And the next day I got an answer and uh, it was Goiania, my place uh, where I was assigned. So I thought it was a miracle, but the real miracle I think was the Czech girl that did some trouble there before. That was the first thing I heard about her. <laughs> did you hear what she was in trouble for? No, she, 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 no, she, she made some complaints. It wasn't, she, uh. she made the, the trouble for them. Yeah, she, she, she was, the, she was the troublemaker. Has that changed? No. <laughs> and she just said, I, I can hear it. <laughs> so uh, our internships overlapped only 10 days in Goiania. But it was enough to, enough to fall in love. And then after one year, we got married. But before that, before that, for Sharka, it was really strange. It was the first time to meet a person who is a believer, who is Catholic. And I decided to play open cards with this uh, right away. And uh, unlike in Poland, I think ma many people have some objections due to their personal experiences. And luckily for Sharka, Sharka, it was uh, totally such a new thing. She had uh, not really uh, even bad uh, experience with anything that's about believing in God or with church. And... Uh, but she was surprised to, to see a, a person who is educated 
and and still believes in God because for her and in like in Czech Republic it's just an old fairy tale and everybody thinks it's just for some simple uh, people simple people for dark ages and it doesn't work anymore so that was the mm. first surprise but luckily i think she was really open maybe because of falling in love with a great guy <laughs> but when we came back to europe she bought a bible first to point out all the ridiculous things that are there and they are not possible to be truth and uh, so she found a few things and for some i had answers for most of them i didn't have any answers that's why you need a father dave uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> if he was there maybe it would go <laughs> faster <laughs> so you're um i'm just thinking you're the fourth person from poland that i that i know there's maximilian kolbe Oh, it's good company already. Okay, and, that's a good company. And, yeah, and Pope, Pope John Paul II. And, and like, can I guess yeah. the third? Sister and Faustina. Si wow. And Sister Faustina and Wojciech. Wow, that's a great company. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to live up to. <laughs> yeah, no pressure at all, Wojciech. Yeah. It's pressure is, is uh, now on me, so <laughs> we'll see how it ends. <laughs> I should I should point out here. To also to the listeners, Wojtek, English is not your second language, is it? Um, it is your I don't fourth. Use it. I would say it's my third language right oh, now. Third. Okay, it's gone up a run. Yeah. Oh, so so you don't count them in what order you learnt them? It's you're ranking in terms of what's best. Yes, what I use the most. I, I use mostly. Right. I use Polish. Pol for, Polish number one. It's obviously we live, we live in Poland, but I learned Czech because I had to talk oh, to my mother-in-law and I have to know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Hey, Father Dave, I've got a question for you. How many languages do you speak? <laughs> wasn't my question. Sam speaks great Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says, but none of us can check that. <laughs> I pretty much just speak English, but I, I, I know a, a smattering of words in maybe a dozen other languages. I kind of just like, hello and thank you. Yeah, that's me too. My actual question for Father Dave is that normally we talk about atheism as someone who has an objection to faith, but this is a whole new field, which is an atheist who simply isn't exposed to faith. Mm. Is that at all in your ministry? Is that at all something that does come up in conversation with you where you meet someone who actually hasn't been exposed to the faith? at all and they've just got questions because they're interested at that level yeah yeah I, I was working with a guy a couple of years ago who had just grown up in a family where they just never even spoke about god so it wasn't something he was rebelling against it was just something he just never encountered at all so yeah it was, it was really quite fascinating trying to go from that perspective where there was no foundation to work with at all like uh, often with an atheist you've actually got something to work with because they sort of know the faith badly and you can correct it. But this guy knew nothing. And I think that's a growing thing in our society here in Australia more and more. Is there one that you think is easier to work with than the other? Where do you start? I haven't had enough experience on both. <laughs> Where do you start? Beauty of creation? Like if there's no... Well, I think we might be asking the wrong person. <laughs> May I interrupt? Because I have, I have one more interesting thing to add from, from, from today because right now um, our mother-in-law is visiting us with one of my nieces and they have this habit in, Czech, in old Czech Republic because I think 
Czech Republic is is post Christian country, so they are not believe they are not not believers, but for example, in language, they use a lot of th- words that either are related to God or to other Christian things. And they have this bad habit. Whenever something happens, they say, it's just it's normal. In Czech, everybody said, says it, uh, Jesus Christ. But they say, Jesus Maria. It means Jesus Mary. It's just a phrase. Nobody even wonders what it means. So mm. uh, for us, it's uh, really striking. And uh, mm. they the adults try not to use it when in our presence, but the little kid, something <laughs> she was, was about to f- fell off the of the bicycle. She said, ah, ah, Jesus Christ! I said, please, we try not to use this word only when we pray because Jesus is God. And she's like, and what is God? <laughs> she's eight and she doesn't live in the country where even they even talk about him. And wh- mm. Where did you start with Sharka? We should interview Sharka. But where did you start? What Do you remember, have any recollection of what the first main area was that you were able to sink your teeth into in discussing the existence of God or your faith? Uh, uh, I don't know. The first thing I think I remember is why uh, is, there, is there so little about women in, uh, in the Bible? That was one of the first questions, which I didn't have answer apart from the cultural differences maybe at the time. But then uh, Sharka w- got really involved in uh, searching God, I think, in a philosophical, uh, more philosophical field about his existence. She searched for smart people who believed in God in, in the Internet and found that many scientists and politicians were, were believers, people mm. have authority. That's what Marty does on weekend. Huh. I was just thinking about women in the Bible. Sorry? I was just thinking about that question about women in the Bible, and I think it was Mary Magdalene, the first person to see the risen Lord. Mary, mother of Christ, obviously, the greatest saint ever. <laughs> well, that's two, Marty. Yeah, that's that's yeah, all. That's all. I that's true. But there, are, there are a few more. <laughs> you know, short notice. I think we both agree now uh, that comparing to other documents from uh, from that ages. In Bible, we have a lot about women, and they play a huge role uh, mm, that's in the history of, of salvation. I think that was the first thing that came up to mind. Maybe I didn't read the whole Bible at the time. Who did Sharka choose as her confirmation saint? Sharka, kogo ty miałaś na tym na chrzcie swojego świętego Agnieszkę, no nie? Agnes. Saint Agnes. Saint Agnes. Saint Agnes. Of Rome. Yes. Pray for us. Amen. Because. Sharka is a Czech name, and we are counting that she will be the first saint of this name. Saint Sharka. <laughs> saint Sharka. So, Saint Agnes was a martyr in Rome, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. One of the very early martyrs. They, they don't really know a lot of what happened to her. There's, there's various legends around her death, but no real accurate history on it. I think my sister picked her as a confirmation saint as well. Yeah. Wojtek so, did... Oh, go Marty. No, that's all. So I was going to say you're in good company. It wasn't really worth saying, you know. <laughs> Wojtek, did Shaka do the what we would call the RCIA program, the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults? Um, I don't know how you'd say that in Polish. I don't know neither. (laughs) So, a series of classes before baptism. Yes, no, we live in Poland, so uh, it works a bit different. We were in a hurry because we wanted to get married. 
So I, w- I would like to just finish the, the, the area where she started with the philosophical attempt and there's a nice priest in Prague. She started to go to the mass. Tomasz Halik is his name. He's very involved in politics, a very famous speaker. So many people, even non-believers, visit his church just, just to listen to him. At that time, he wrote the book titled Everything That Is... Uh, uh, the general uh, thought was uh, that things must be uncertain to be truth. That was his main uh, thought. But I think the most important for Sharka, it's the most important experience, was that night of Pentecost. We had uh, a meeting. There was, how you say that when you pray for a whole night? Like the, the vigil, the prayer vigil. Yeah. The vigil of the Pentecost. And we had, we had, so we had this long prayer till late night. And at that time, uh, there was we would listen to testimonies of some people who experienced Holy Spirit. And one of the married couples was saying, husband said, so I prayed for my wife for seven years. And I was like, oh, no, it takes such a long time. <laughs> so did Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it, it was difficult for us because we were engaged, but we decided that we don't want to get married until we are sure about our faith and our we have this common ground to make a family. And Sharka was still hesitating. He was looking for, she did a chart with pros and cons for God and against and for God. Did she have one uh, for and against Voitek? Oh, it was all for. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. That was easy task. But for she, she made a really long chart for and against God. And it was even, the chart was even. It was mm. really funny. The same number of points. So it wasn't the way. At this very same Pentecost night prayer, she went up to pray to receive Holy Spirit. And she had a really powerful experience. And the first things that she said, it can't be uncertain. It is certain. It's it's such a it's, it's truth. So it was really strong. I didn't. I never had such an experience, a spiritual experience. For me, it was a more a slow way to establish my my, my relation with God. It and sounds her, very Saint Paul, doesn't it? That that mere flesh and blood hasn't revealed this. Yes, and it was totally illegal because she wasn't baptized at the time. <laughs> just like uh just like cornelius in x yeah and wanting to get baptized father dave do we have this pentecost vigil in australia I yeah different parishes it. do it and so some will do it for a few hours we we had one here at our parish for like three hours on the pentecost evening but there's there's actually like a special mass for the vigil which is almost like the easter vigil with like five or six readings yeah it's very rarely oh, done wow. but um, when is it? Bring it back. Yeah, so, so so the the mass on Pentecost Eve, it can you know go for a couple of hours if you do all the readings. It needs to happen more. Yeah. So Wojtek, Australia isn't quite at the level of the Czech Republic, but we're also not at the level of uh, Poland as far yeah, as Catholicity. You will get there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, one way. No, we're, we're, we're at the time we were part of uh, charismatic renewal. Uh, community yeah is that the city on the hill community yeah that's the city on the hill community which your father founded or was a leader in he was one of the founders yes and he was a leader for a long time marty's dad was also a leader in a covenant community here in australia 
you two can chat if you want. And um, and and now he's a permanent deacon in the church. Right now, actually, we are not a part of this community anymore. Well, Marty's not either. Yeah, same. <laughs> Now, I might put pause on for a second. Father Dave, do you uh, have to leave us? Probably in about three or four minutes. You've got a few I've minutes. I've got the morning mass. But, uh, okay. I'll, I'll just disappear at some right. point. You won't just, hear from just, me again. It's, it's, the, it's the only excuse acceptable for leaving Sons <laughs> of Thunder early <laughs> to prepare and, for and, mass. And not just to go to mass. That's right. You've got to celebrate yes. mass. So <laughs> 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 nobody else qualifies. <laughs> Hey, Wojtek. So that means that sorry, go. Did the rest of us stay? Uh, we all stay until somebody celebrates the mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take your all laptop right. with you, Father Dave, please. <laughs> Wojtek, your own faith journey. It's one thing to be dating someone who's an atheist, and then to end up marrying someone who's a baptized Catholic. But your own faith journey. You obviously grew up in a very strong Catholic family. You and your sister Kasia. Which I th- is that Polish for Kate? Yeah. Yes, that's Kate. For the two of you growing up in a in a Catholic family, what were the the big questions that you grappled with, particularly probably in your teenage years? I'd imagine. I mean, the, the, there's a difference between the, the child's faith that you receive uh, information that you take for granted for from your parents, but at some point you have you start asking your own questions, and uh, I think I don't know about Kasia actually that much, but. She didn't have that much trouble as I did, I think. I started to not actually ask questions whether there is God, but whether I do care about him and whether I do want to follow him or live just the life that's full of fun and God is just a killjoy. That was my attitude at some point. And I just tried to stay away from, maybe not from the church, but from the community and from the gatherings. But he reached for me and mm. and I didn't find peace in this uh, attitude. I wanted to find the truth and about our lives and about who I am and about why is God so important for my family. But also one of the important things was uh, that I met a lot of young people from other countries and I saw their way of meeting God, meeting a life Christ, it was so uh, similar that like in, in with my friends here, and uh, I knew that it must be someone real who is attracting them, who is reaching to their hearts, and that was one of the things that was really striking for me and one of my important steps in my faith. Nice. And Father Dave has gone. I was going to, I was going to get him to say goodbye, but he's just, he's just hit end meeting. He waved yeah, and went. It. Sorry. <laughs> he's gone to mass. <laughs> so really interesting what you say there. What is the um, expression that Jesus found you or something like that? Which Reached out. Yeah. I reached out. I think that's really, like, we often sort of think about our, maybe our search for God or our journey to find God. But, but that's mainly because you only see from your own perspective. But I think the reality is much more that Jesus is more devoted to you than you are to him. Put it that way. And you can yeah, you, know, you it, see that. You look at the cross and you can see that. I can put it that way. And I really experience this because I'm not really very, I would say, when you work hard on something, I can't, I can't really work hard on, on some longer uh, You're lazy. perspective programs. I'm lazy, yeah. Yeah, same. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, 
I tell you what, Wojtek, sorry, just a random, I'm, I'm having flashbacks now of editing the Road to Adolfo documentary with Daniel Saban. And there were plenty of times where you said something, an entire sentence, and Dan, Daniel and I in the editing suite would just look at each other and just hit replay and listen again and hit replay, listen again. And we go, the heck is he saying? You know, open your <laughs> mouth, Wojtek. <laughs> And eventually, we we did figure out what you were saying. No, you you're very uh, you're very casual. Sorry, I never took act, acting classes here. Yeah. <laughs> you are more uh, particular with your orthopedic surgery, though, aren't you? We don't have uh, to speak whatever. Much there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, orthopedic is, is perfect for me because it's a thing you, you don't talk much about. You just do it. You do. So, while look, on a side note, I've got a uh, I've got a bad knee. Can you fix it? Sure. All right. Great. <laughs> the next question is, uh, what's his what's his chances of flying from Australia to Poland these days? Uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. What are the chances that Marty will be able to buy a plane ticket and fly to Poland these days? Are you in lockdown? I think I think this is the hardest part of getting the surgery. <laughs> what's um? Uh, we are we are not we are not right now we are not a, a strict lockdown so. But there are more and more. They're speaking more and more in the news now about about it. So I think it will come. I don't know how about your place. No, Tasmania and Western Australia are like Poland. Victoria is like, which is one of our other states, is more it's like, like New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut down. Shut down. Wow. Yeah, they're under house arrest. Okay, can I ask about Wojtek? Do you say Wojtek or Wojtek? Should have asked that at no, the start. Wojt- Sorry, it's Wojtek. 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 Like, right. I'm really my Polish is really bad, like zero. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about if, I, your... if, I'm, if I'm, I'm of a, I'm the first Polish person you can actually speak to of four, you know. <laughs> so uh... I can speak to the others. They don't often speak back. That's all. <laughs> um, favorite. Um, I want to ask you about your favorite prayer devotion. How do you pray? How do I pray? We pray mostly, uh, I think Our Father is my favorite prayer. And uh, pray sometimes with Rosary. We are used to praying to charismatic prayers, but recently yeah. we, we don't do that that much. So we pray this and uh, we are now a part of, I would, I would say, not, not it's called Eclipse de Notre Dame. It's a movement for married couples. It's once in a month meetings, and we have our, we pray there also Magnificat. Mm. Oh, nice. Beautiful. What can I ask now? We, we spoke earlier about dating as a Catholic couple, but being married as a Catholic couple. Now, I know that you've been away this weekend together, so you still go on dates. Yeah, that how, was... No, I should, I should... I didn't say at the start. You've got children. Yeah, we are Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> We, we've got four beautiful children and they are great, but the weekend without them was even better. <laughs> even better. Yes, we, we go on dates. It's one of the rules also of, of this, our little community to, to go on dates at least once a month. And that was a super date because it was uh, two and a half days. In, in Slovakia, <laughs> next door. In Slovakia, yes, yes. We were, yeah, we were we're open with our plans because we're we this year we started kite surfing, 
so we, we, we learned it in Australia. Is it popular? Yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. big in Perth. Yeah, so we, we reached to the point when we can stand up on the board, but we have no control on where, where we are going. <laughs> <laughs> so you know so enough to be uh, dangerous. <laughs> yes, yes. So we are really dangerous, and we are we can't uh, sail on our own yet. But we wanted to take another part of classes uh, in North Poland in the sea, but the conditions were not good. Oh, you you actually go up to the you go up to the sea, do you? Up near Gdansk? Yes, yes. We actually went to hell <laughs> <laughs> because because if you look at the Polish Poland's map and the most north part of there, it's it's hell peninsula. It's spelled with one L. And uh, so <laughs> we played. Uh, I'm on the highway to hell. To hell. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic Australian rock. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we spent two weeks there uh, with our kids. They did they were sport, do sporting activities, and we were learning uh, kite surfing. So that was the plan for the, our day to continue with the kite surfing. But the plan B was Slovakian. Fantastic. <laughs> Actually, Wojtek, uh, I'd forgotten about this. Wojtek, you purchased for me my snowboard. I was over in Poland for World Youth Day. Yeah. And I wanted to go and buy a, a snowboard while I was there. And instead, you went to a local producer of snowboards and you bought for me what you thought would be the ideal board for me. And then we, we did the dodgiest car park exchange where you drove 200 kilometers <laughs> with the snowboard. And then I handed you cash in the car park and took my, took my snowboard. But it's, it's uh, we're getting snow here the next three days here. We, we're looking around if nobody's watching us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these suspicious guys with snowboards again. <laughs> uh, at least a snowboard case. Who knows what's in it? Yeah. But it's uh, we're getting you snow down here. It? No, you, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to snow. Already. It's going no, no, no. It's still going really well. I had it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had it refurbished. Okay. I had to get new bindings, but. Uh, no, it'll be used in the next three days. That's good. Now, I want to ask you, Wojtek, you sent me a photograph of you on a mountain bike atop a whole heap of round hay bales on a farm. Yes. Now, yes, it was a photograph. I, I didn't ride it. I, did, I didn't ride them. You didn't? It was, it was, it was just a it, photo it was op. was a setup. You were trying to be yeah, Danny, yeah. Danny McCaskill. <laughs> uh, for anyone, anyone who wants something uh, just a little bit fun, look up Danny McCaskill. I think he's Scottish, but he's a mountain bike rider. And uh, actually, yeah. a bit of a shout out to my brother, Chris, who's potentially sitting on an excavator building mountain bike tracks right now. Uh, my brother, Chris, put me onto Danny's, I, sh I hope I'm getting the name right, but it was Danny's mountain bike videos. And your photograph you sent through looked like a tribute to a, a world famous mountain bike rider. Sam, Sam just saw a farm yeah, in the background and he got excited. I did. I looked. I actually looked at his hay bales and I thought they, they've made them really well. They're nice they and tight. They nice are some nice good. hay bales you have there. <laughs> oh yeah. You should give it a try. Yeah, but actually, mountain biking is a big thing right now here in Bielsko. They made a lot of uh, nice tracks for downhill riding, and uh, it's great fun. Well, that's why we bought like full suspension bikes and it's great fun one thing i love about southern poland was how outdoors everyone's lives were yeah have you have been to our house haven't you yes in bielsko yeah at the foothill so right now they they have these mountain bike tracks all of this all around this mountain so i just 
get out of my house and ride the bike up the hill. And, and then in, in wintertime, you just go outside and ski? Yes, I can uh, I can climb through the skis. But recently, we don't get much snow. It's not yeah. that easy. Hmm. I imagine skiing without snow is very difficult. You need a kite. Yeah, I did try. <laughs> <laughs> kite skiing. They, they do that. They, they yeah. do that, kite skiing also. Yeah, but I can't imagine how dangerous it could be. <laughs> well, Wojtek, uh, I want to extend a very big thank you to you for taking the time out on your Sunday evening. Are you off to work tomorrow morning? Yes, but it's at, we start at nine, so it's easy Not too to bad. wake up. But I think I'll, I will go for a bike in the morning before. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I didn't, hit, you. I didn't bless, get to hit mute as Marty bless. has done twice in this interview when he sneezed. <laughs> that's that's because I'm professional. <laughs> <laughs> so marty when are we seeing you you with your knee um it's been it's been a few years since i was in europe but normally when i go to europe i go to italy where my family are yeah so but next time australia europe distance it's nothing to go to poland so yeah no more right. than <laughs> Actually, many years ago, Wojtek, you extended an invitation to me to fly to Europe and go on holiday with you and your family in the Croatian still valid, islands. Yeah. It's still yeah, valid. Good. Still Marty, valid. can we go? Sure. Sons of Thunder oh, from, a, from a boat in Croatia. Or go on. Um, that sounds awesome. I'll, um, I'll have to uh, work out how to, how to get Donna to agree to that. That's Marty's wife, by the way, Wojtek. See, yeah. there was this a few years ago. Sam and I and some others went to the Whitsundays and hired a, hired a yacht and sailed around for a week. But that started off with a different idea where he said we, we'll hire a yacht and do a circumnavigation around Tasmania, which is really uh-huh. p- apparently really dangerous because it's, you know, really... It's dangerous. Yeah, it's, 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 it's dangerous. really dangerous because yeah. it's dangerous. It's dangerous. So then, so we stepped back to instead of instead of sailing around in you know dangerous seas, we just go to this Idyllic. tropical paradise where it's quite calm and like easy to hire boats and stuff. And Donna agreed to that. And then later on, she sat down and said, "Why on earth? How did how did I agree to this?" <laughs> you know, it, so I have to think of something even worse to then compare with. Well, okay, okay, we won't do no. that. We'll just go to Croatia to record on a yacht. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Actually, my wife isn't actually that keen on on sailing as well, so <laughs> just have to go over there <laughs> at some point. I haven't sailed for ten years now. <laughs> well, Donna and Shaka can sit on the beach. We'll go. We'll go sailing. Yeah, and my my wife will kite surf behind the yacht now. <laughs> Because she loves it. She's even better than me, actually. Excellent. Wojtek, I'll give you a bit of a view here in uh, beautiful Tasmania. As you can see, the sun is rising on an overcast, wet day. Wow. Wow. It's so different. Here it was really hot. and (laughs) And it's still dark here. The last time I saw you, Wojtek, we did a bicycle ride. And who's your eldest? Marek. Marek. Marcus. Marek stacked it on his bike we did that flat yeah, ride he, out to the lake yes i remember and he's a trooper he got straight back on his bike and continued on mind you cashier was yeah. uh, giving him some help as he went yeah yeah he's really good in the long distance uh, running and then riding bike he's a fighter 
the other kids aren't that much <laughs> involved, but they are already sporty now because they are in a skiing club, three of them, Anya, Anya and Philip, and uh, Marta is now one year old, so she's not there yet. Not skiing yet. She's tobogganing. Yeah, she's, uh, we have a career in, on the bike. Well, Wojtek, we'll let you get to sleep and uh, get some uh, a bit of rest before you head off to surgery tomorrow morning. And uh, Marty, are you going to go back to bed? Oh, yeah. or are you just going to have extra coffee? No, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to bed <laughs> again, yeah. twice well, in a I, day. I have just conducted this interview in my dressing gown. I'm going to bed too. <laughs> Boytech, thanks so much for your time today. Okay, thank you, guys. If it's okay, we'll we'll just end in a prayer. In the name of the Father, okay. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this gift of time together. We thank you, Lord, for, for reaching out into our lives and for calling us deeper into your love. We thank you, Father, particularly for the, the marriage of Wojtek and Shanka. And we pray, Lord, that you would continue to bless their family with unity in truth and in love and that you would bless them with great joy both in you and in each other and we pray this in your name lord jesus amen 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 saint agnes pray for, pray us. for us and uh saints maximilian kolbe john paul the great and sister faustina pray for us pray for us amen pray for us amen Thanks, mate. Okay. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. And uh, good, good night and good morning. <laughs> <laughs>